Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right, a little bit of rugby league. Uh, just before we bring in the great man, as we do every Monday, I just found a little clip, actually, and very unprofessionally, or sound quality-wise, it won't be that flash, but Sean Johnson, straight after the match uh, when they beat the Knights, beamed in live to the Maddie Johns show. It's just 30 seconds. This is Maddie Johns to Sean Johnson. Sean, I, uh, I'm disappointed how my Knights knocked out, but if someone had to knock us out, uh, well, I'd be happy to think the team would be you blokes. Uh, there's a lot of people behind you blokes. It's fantastic for the game over there. And uh, once again, mate, uh, well done and congratulations on your season. <laughs> Hey, a couple of the nice boys, they're good, good fellas, bro. They're coming up to us just after going up the wires, quietly saying to us, up the wires, up the wires. So they're backing us. So, nah, awesome. I'll share the field with these boys. Uh, good on you, Sean. There you go. There is Matty Johnston, Sean Johnson. The Newcastle boys were going up to Shawnee at the end of the game, going up the wires. That's like a, uh, a, very, a very pleasant pandemic, the up the wires virus. I am absolutely loving it. And I am sure... Our next guest, who joins us every Monday, Louis Brown. I've got so many things I want to talk to you about. Actually, let's just park the rugby league. You told us last week, I said, are you going to come over to the game? You said, mate, I'm doing my first marathon on Sunday. Temperature's going to be warm. You're packing bricks a little bit. Talk me through the 42.2 Ks around Sydney in warm temperatures. Oh, Put it this way, Steph. Good afternoon anyway, mate, and, and happy Monday. Uh, put it this way, Steph. Uh, the marathon took my soul, mate. It took my soul. Um, but, you know, well, I finished it. Um, and I don't know, just just, just the thought of, of, of doing something I've never, ever done before in my life um, and, and be able to achieve it, um, you know, 42.2 uh, kilometres and, and, and close to 36 degree, degree heat, Um but mate, she remains undefeated the the marathon, and um, you know, just it was was just a real. I learned a lot about myself, um, you know, during the run. It was a bit like my last twelve months of my life, um, ups and downs, and, and going my, my my mind taking me to some really really dark places. But at the end of the day, just just still having the drive and the and the courage to find my way through it and, and finishing it, and um, that was my goal, just to finish it, um, and. No, I just really enjoyed it. I woke up today with a massive smile on my face. Crossed the line yesterday um, in four hours and 30 minutes. And, you know, obviously I wanted to do something a bit quicker. But at the end of the day, it's my first marathon. Um, and and I'll, I'll be back. Uh, I know what it takes now to sort of to prepare for it. But um, I'll tell you what, mate. Um, at the 30, about, about, about 37K mark, it's like a switch got switched on, mate. And the old cramp just started pouring into me everywhere. Mm. Even parts of the body I never even thought I could get cramped. Um, so I waddled myself down Oxford Street still and, uh, 
managed to get across the finish line, mate. Got to uh, link up with some ex-teammates and do it with them as well, Jamie Bura and also Justin Huddle. Um, and just, you know, waking up this morning and just getting DMs from ex-players that were saying, hey, mate, I'd love to jump in with you next year and, and stuff like that. So just I'm, I'm just really happy about the all, all-round event, mate. Um, you know, going from rugby league, you know, I never ever thought, uh, I, I laughed at the fact that if I'd ever do a marathon. And, you know, it's, it's always been a bucket list, a goal of mine. And um, But she did take my soul, mate. She really, really did take my soul. <laughs> I hope I, I hope you're proud of yourself, Louie, because I hope you've got that ability. I'm pleased you woke up with a smile on your face because not many people can say they've run a marathon, particularly after the, the physical toll you've put your body through as a professional rugby league player. Um, so bearing all that in mind, that last 100 metres of the marathon and sort of the next minute, past that finish line. Can you share what was going on in your head there? Yeah, I was, um, to be honest with you, Steph, I got pretty emotional, eh? Like, um, been through a tough 12 months um, in terms of, like, life and um, ups and downs. And, you know, I was told when I finished rugby league that I'd never be able to run a long distance because I've got no cartilage in either knee, so I'm bone on bone. So, you know, to be able to, a lot of emotions come through my mind and um, just happy, man. Like, happy just to defeat the odds again, you know, like, yeah, being told that I could never run um, a long distance again, um, and when I, when I retired from rugby league because no, having no cartilage in either knees, and just kind of pushing through that, and you know, just 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 reflecting, you know, that last kind of you know 200 meters down to the opera house, just reflecting on the whole race, um, you know, the ups and downs, the smiles, the the the, the demons in the head, the, the the mind taking to the dark places, but. You know, you need to go to those dark places in, in life and, and, and to get to get growth. And, um, you know, I grew as a human as I crossed that line. Uh, you know, I, I, there's not many many times in life at the age of 30, or oh, I'm 37 in a few weeks, but um, you can say to yourself that you did something today for the first time in your life. And uh, I think, you know, I'm just super, super proud of that. I'm super proud of myself for, like, um, training myself um, to get myself to a point where I could actually compete um, 42.2Ks. And I think... Just being in another competitive environment, you know, this time it wasn't a team environment, it was me versus me. Um, just being back in that atmosphere was amazing. And, and I think just rubbing shoulders and, and running with all people from all different walks of life, you know. I had a lady run past me in Roman sandals. Um, I had a blind guy run past me, mate. And it's just running, running really, really humbles you. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just a great event. It's something I will always reflect on in my life. And, you know, I see myself um, continuing to pick myself up again and, and, and go again in it. Um, I'd like to come home and, and, and try something where it's, where it's a bit cooler. Um, <laughs> and but you know, just, just crossing that line, mate. Just um, just really, really, really proud of myself. And um, you know, just it just goes to show you know, people could tell you you can't do anything, but you know, it's it's up to you. It's all in your mind, and and that's kind of the person I am. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a pretty tough-headed type type of person, and, and and the more people tell me I can't do something, the more I'll try and prove them wrong. And and I did that yesterday. I did that to myself. Um, I proved myself wrong. Um, and yeah, just, just super, super proud, mate. And on the back of a great win on the night before. How good was that? Mate, that's inspirational. Um, thanks for sharing that story and taking us on that that, that really important thing for you. Um, we're all very, very proud. But yes, what a win that was against the Knights. Um, I... I <laughs> You're a better rugby league head than me. Um, my viewing of it was defensively, 
we must have been so strong because Kalen didn't stand out. The, the much-vaunted back five of the Knights never really featured for 80 minutes. I, I, I was just so impressed with how we could quell a red-hot attack in the Knights. Oh, just the resilience, mate. Just the resilience we showed in, 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 in times when times were tough, you know. It got back to 16-10 there at one stage and, you know, you, you could feel the momentum start to change a little bit and, and we were defending our line for so, so long and um, just the boys just keep turning up for each other. They, they limited the opportunities. Um, they respected the ball. They, 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 they put the ball in, in places that limited Kalen, um, Dominic Young and also Greg Mazu's like, uh, the way that they could bring it back. Um, I thought our middles were outstanding. Um, and I know that we'll, we'll, we'll chat about, obviously, Sean's game and, and the way he attacked, but, boy, mate, like his, his, something that he has really stood out to me this year is the, his defence. I feel like a lot of people have talked about the way he's attacked and he's, he's brought that spark back, but, you know, he, he's really, really shown, like, this year that he's willing to put his body on the line for the team. And I felt like he did that again in the weekend. And, um, you know, just the boys all around, I thought they were a great chance at the back. Uh, I'm just so proud, like, so proud to be part of it, like, you know, part of a club history that, you know, has a team like that now. Um, something that, you know, that's Warriors culture. That's, that's stuff that, you know, whenever we've been a successful side, we just play great footy and we work hard for each other. Um, and, and the boys did that on, on Saturday night. And, you know, I was so jealous to, to see the atmosphere there. But, I, like, at the end of the game, I was just, I was nearly in tears. I was just so proud of the boys about just the way they, they you know, fought back from last week. It wasn't going to be an easy game. But, geez, they put on a great performance. And it's just an all-round performance. You know, the areas, all different areas of the game, I just felt like they, they really improved in. And, um, you know, if... You know, as, as Dion Sanders says at the moment, mate, if you don't believe now, you'll never believe. So everyone better start believing. It's funny you say you're close to tears. Uh, I never really get close to tears in sport, but when Sean Johnson was replaced with, what was it, five or so minutes to go, and he was just walked to the perimeter of the field to get back to the bench, and the reception he gave the crowd and what they gave back to him just gave me gooseys, mate, just gave me gooseys. But let's have a look forward to this week. Um, we do have the Broncos. It is in Brisbane. Um, I I didn't give us a huge hope last week to, to, to win, to go win-win, but after that performance against the Knights, I'd give us a much better chance to go to Brisbane. And it does draw some parallels to 2011 when uh, in the preliminary final, the Warriors had to go to Melbourne and beat the red-hot storm, which you did, but no one said you could do it. Yeah, I, I just... I just, mate, I just—it's basically panned out this final series pretty much parallel to how how um, our, our campaign in the final series back in 2011 went. You know, we got we got wiped the first week by the Broncos in in, in 2011. We bit the Tigers on the bell, which we we were down 20. I think it was 16 to 20 nil at halftime. No one gave us a chance, and and I'll be brutally honest with you, Steph. No one gave us an effing chance to go down to Melbourne and beat. Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, and Cooper Cronk on their home turf. Everyone had really. I, I talked to Jamie Burrow about it yesterday, who the night before had they had just beaten the Broncos to go to the final. So they were waiting an opponent, and they thought that they were like, oh, even like the group chat, like get ready for Melbourne next week, boys. Like I think they're going to wipe the floor of the Warriors this week. Um, and we just, mate, to be honest, with you, like we just went down there with the attitude about blocking out the noise, 
knowing what we could do. And I say this to this day to everybody, that is the perfect game of rugby league in 2011, that night at the preliminary final, that I've ever been a part of. The way that we played, um, the way we dug, in into, dug into each other, and you know the, the pressure's not on us. The pressure wasn't on us; it was on them. And, and the same goes this week. The pressure's not on the Warriors; it's on the Broncos. And you know, a lot of people have said to me, "Oh, you know, Reese Walsh this, Reese Walsh that." A lot of people don't realise Reese Walsh spent nearly a year and a half at the Warriors. So if there's a, is it a team that knows how to kind of defend and know how to get into them, it's the boys. Um, you know, and and the resilience of the side—they have that backbone. And I know Webby. I know Webby will get in the boys up this week, but. Taking it back to 2011, mate, um, no one gave us absolute hope and help. Um, we, you know, we, you know, looking back on, on, on that performance in 2011, we probably played our grand final that day, um, obviously to go on the next week and, and obviously losing the grand final to Manly. But it was, it was the best feeling ever, mate. And, you know, it's, it's to show the resilience of the bloke, oh, we speak about Sean Johnson. You know, here he is 12 years later, uh, back at the same club, in the same position, going up to some court this time, in the same position. And who was the man in 2011 to create that try for me? I, man, a lot of people involved me, and, and, and you know, I, I won't shy away from it, Steph, but uh, <laughs> this time of year, I, I get uh, my relevance, comes back, get validated against you, and sending me crossover line and all these kind of different kind of videos popping on with Instagram. And he was the man that created that. And um, he know what he knows what it takes to win big games and, you know, it's just the credit to the bloke. He, he, he's been through the ringer. Um, you know, people have been on his back. But the resilience he's shown as a player and, and, and to be able to go back to that place again, the preliminary final, which, you know, I only got to play in two of them in my whole career in, in, in the space of 14 years. And, um, you know, obviously one with the Warriors that we succeeded with and, and one with the Panthers where we lost to the Bulldogs and when, when the Rabbitohs won it. And, um, oh, I'm just excited for the team, but the club and also just the country. Every Warriors supporter out there should be so proud. They've ridden the they've ridden the the wave of emotion for so so many years, and and we find ourselves back here again. And it's something to so be so proud of. Louis, I'm listening intently to you, and here's what I'm gleaning off you: is that at this time of year, it's not kicking, passing, running, chasing. It's unity within a team that gets you a win. I did. You did. You did right. You, you, you know. You can you can go on as much as you like about performances, but you know unless you're inside those four walls and you know what go on and, and you know what you believe in each other, um, that's that's all that matters. You know you can look across that room at your 17 blokes, your coach. Obviously, there's 18th man now, and also you know a lot of people forget about the rest of the squad. You know there's some players this week they're going to miss out that were, were were important throughout this campaign, and. The belief in that room after that win in the weekend, they'll, they'll, I know for a fact that they'll be going up there believing they can win. No one else will give us an absolute chance in hell. But draw back to 2011, um, mate, it's, it's pretty much, pretty much the, 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 the same mirror image of that. What, what will be going through the Broncos' minds, having witnessed what happened in Auckland just this weekend? What do you think Kevy Walters and co. will be looking at? Oh, they'll be coming out to try and ambush, mate. Uh, you know, they'll want, they'll want to start fast. They'll want to, you know, get, get Reese Walsh involved early. Reynolds will want his kicking game on form. Obviously, they've got a great forward pack. You know, Carrigan, Haas, you know, uh, Thomas Flegler. Um, you know, even, even young, young Walters out of dummy Haas going good. You know, Jordan Ricky from Christchurch, he's having a great season. And um, it'll be ambush early, you know, because we saw last week how fast the Warriors started. 
and you know uh, uh, the luxury to be at home for the Broncos. You know they'll be riding the wave of being fresh, and um, yeah, I, I think they'll be looking to ambush early. But getting back to that 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 unity, that unity you draw strength from comes from defence. It comes from the one percenters. It comes from stuff that we've hung our hats on all year. Something that we haven't shown for years and years and years. Kick chase, you know, chasing out from marker, you know, scrambling in defence, you know, defending our line, you know, with three sets on the line and then our back five coming in and, and, and pushing the forwards out of the way so they can give them the rest and get us up the field so Sean can put in a good good kick for him to chase his own kick. That's the stuff that these these games are built on. And um, you probably hear the emotion in my voice, but I'm so excited for this. Um, I'm getting goosebumps just even talking to you about it. Um, and I'm just really, really excited for the team and just, just so happy for the club, man. Like, um, I, I know how hard it's been. Um, you know, obviously my first year retired, I worked for Sky. And that year, you know, I, I was doing the panel and, and it was so hard to stay positive after a, a, a crazy year of, of losses and, and feel like we were going backwards. And obviously COVID happened. And the way we've pulled ourselves out, uh, you got to give credit to the, the, you know, obviously the football staff about recruiting well. You know, Webby's recruited players that, you know, weren't necessarily superstars, but people that wanted to work for each other. You know, Mitch Barnett, you know, Dylan Walker, you know, Chance is back. You know, we, we see what he does. And as players like that, you want to be around, in these, and especially in these big games. I've got a couple of text messages for you, Louis, from the listeners. Uh, one from Chris says, could you please ask Louis what he used to bench when he was an NRL player because he had a mean-ass fiend back in the day? <laughs> oh, mate, I can't. I think, I think my, my bench was 170, 180. I think I got it up to that. What, that that was oh, that's why I was about 20, 20 kilos lighter. But to be honest with you, I bench-pressed a few weeks ago. I got 150, so I was oh, pretty happy with that. Oh, look at you go! <laughs> Oh, another one from John says, Steph, can you please make sure Louis knows how much he inspires us? He is so real and so passionate. It's really, really refreshing. Also tell him he makes legit skucks clothes. Cheers, brah. Uh, tell, him, tell him I say thank you. Um, you know, that, that means a lot, you know, to, to hear I can inspire people just by being on the show. Um, and, and, you know, I am real. Um, you know, I always speak my heart and always... When I speak about the club, it always comes from the heart. It's a club that gave me my first opportunity, and it'll always be home for me. So um, I'll, always, I'll always be a Warriors fan to the wheels fall off. Well, you always give to us, Louis. So we're just going to give you this. Play back to Locke, and Locke goes running back, and then gets the pass to Johnson. Johnson's still going. Dummies again, Johnson. Oh, yes. Into the way to Brown. <laughs> Brown. Brown goes in to score. The Warriors headbound to the grand final. Oh, there it is, Louis. Oh, thanks, mate. You know, you know, the coolest thing about that was to be able to to be a part of history and, and 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 help us get to the grand final. But I think one of the most important things for me as a rugby league fan, as, as, ever since a four year old, was you know hearing Ray Warren get to call my voice to say that we're about to go to a grand final. You know, he he was a major part of um, my passion my passion for rugby league, and that that moment still gives me goosebumps and. I'm hoping it doesn't have to get down to that point this week where we have to win on the bell. But if we have to do, we do. But mate, I'm backing us to to bring it home. And you know what? If if we have to, if we have to go the hard way, we will. But I, I know, and I've seen enough over this last year um, that the boys can get it done. So everyone needs to start believing.
Well, Louis, you're living in Aussie, but you're a great New Zealander, and we love catching up with you every Monday, mate. We'll look forward to it again next week. Thanks, Steph. Hopefully it'll be like this again, mate. Keep the same energy. Let's go. Let's go. There he is from across the Tasman, wonderful former warrior, former Kiwi, Louis Brown. Isn't he an inspirational bloke? Uh, Just loved it. Absolutely loved it. We'll take a break. We'll come back.